Merchant. Amazon has a remarkable record of solving its own internal problems, then turning the solution into a product they offer to customers. Amazon Web Service was the first example. They're now it with logistics and arguably with advertising. And now they're taking their state-of-the-art payment system and making that available. Anyone can add buy with Prime to their site, as long as they are signed up with Amazon Pay and ship their merchandise to an Amazon fulfillment center. This is a significant challenge to Shopify Pay, which they promote as a best converting checkout experience on the internet. Merchants can still offer other payment methods but Prime is such a strong offer. Amazon stand to make more money and get more data on buyers and their preferences, and add more customers for pay and for fulfillment. The Economist takes a good look at Shine. In a nutshell, Shine, pronounced Shein, looks like a hybrid of two of the most successful forces in online retail, customer-obsessed Amazon and data-obsessed China. Like Amazon, it uses low prices to lure customers, and seeks to keep them constantly engaged, even compulsively so, while operating with ruthless efficiency. Yet it is China that provides the alchemy. Though it is not a big seller there, it has introduced the speed and effervescence of Chinese e-commerce to the outside world in three ways, via an integrated supply chain, data-driven design, and a grasp of the social media hype cycle. These are what mainly sets it apart from its Western competitors. Even Amazon, which looks dowdy by comparison, could learn a thing or two. New TV. There is only one story in the tech world too right now. Netflix missed their growth forecast and their shares tumbled by 40%. They're about face accepting advertising isn't a huge surprise, but is it enough? I covered the detail in our midweek deep dive but the story rolls on. As the FT puts it no one saw this coming. When hedge fund Supremo Bill Ackman chooses to walk away from Netflix with a $400 million loss just months after making the investment, you realize this is something of a shift. As we're about to see the Q1 results for GAFA etc. I wonder what surprises we are in for? The dramatic drop in Meta, Facebook shares, when their growth faltered, shocked many. The Wall Street Journal is predicting a dip for advertising lead businesses in the imminent results. Yet all the key companies are expected to show dramatic growth, just not as dramatic as previous quarters. A commentator asks if Netflix is another example of what I call fantasy business models. Uber swept the world with cheap rides but now the business is having to treat drivers properly and prices are settling to where we started. The whole grocery delivery business is built on sand and only stands a chance of success if merchant media proves sufficient to fund it this model. I think the Netflix model of streaming great content is a great business model, but it's great business model for one or two companies, not the 20 or 30 chasing the dream. And like the rest of the industry, a business model that embraces ads is a must. Adopting advertising makes good sense and they have the smarts to add it in a way that doesn't spoil the customer experience. They have been running non-traditional ads for a while and done those well. The New York Times thinks Netflix's stumble could be a warning sign for streaming industry saying its problems may be an indication that its competitors are racing toward an unstable future. That is certainly true at Warner Disikayuri where one of the first calls of the new CEO David Zaslav who has surprised many with a decision to close CNN+. Better news on others of their companies as HBO added 3 million customers. More good insight on Netflix in this podcast from Matt Baloney and media analyst Rich Greenfield. Social. Pleased to see good TikTok work being celebrated and a less winning the campaign best social strategy is good, as we picked it out in good TikTok creative number 58. You can see how it did in our awards when we run our What TikTok Taught Us webinar on May 9th where Rory Sutherland and our other judges will discuss learnings from the awards and we announce our winners. More details next week. This week our good TikTok creative looked at how restaurants are using the platform. 
TikTok tell more of their story in a drum piece when creators, culture and community commerce collide, mentioning the great success of Little Moons amongst others. But seemingly Instagram is less impressed by TikTok and is trying to prevent people posting TikToks to Reels. This may seem a minor spat but does go to an important issue as digital develops, interoperability between platforms is going to be a major issue. Especially with Web3 and the metaverse, Damian Burns of Twitch tweeted about this. I think the interoperability piece of the metaverse concept is probably the most problematic digital assets seamlessly switching across platforms and retaining their functionality slash value. Akin to app stores, those toll booths at the borders will be gold mines. R. Snap got some great press on their glasses, the smart glasses of the future? Mail Online tests Snap's augmented reality spectacles that it expects everyone to be wearing by 2032. The 2032 date surprises me and I suspect that is a sub-editor getting it wrong, as the quote in the piece is. It might not be long before the smart glasses become the norm, with the tech giant estimating they'll become as popular as smartphones within 5 to 10 years. Ads. One area that I think Netflix will stay away from is sports, the rights are expensive and the competition for them means that will only get worse. And sports means live and that would seem outside Netflix capabilities. Amazon ads head of NFL sales discusses Thursday night football advertising highlighting some of the new opportunities for brands. Brands will also be able to remarket to audiences from our TNF games. Using our first-party insights, brands will be able to continue the conversation with these viewers by re-engaging them across Amazon, like through content on IMDb TV, to drive further impact. Another newish opportunity that Netflix have mentioned is games and more established players are taking ads seriously. Eric Sufert explores more of Microsoft's Xbox advertising ambitions whilst Sony are keen that PlayStation has its own ads program. Creative who is doing customer acquisition paid marketing creative at scale really well. Good thread with examples of using creative well. Web3. Effortlessly cool fashion brand Marnie offer where we are, an experience for the latest collection, just seems to be trying a little too hard. Citibank have a new report on the metaverse and money, forecasting 5 billion users and a total addressable market of between $8 and $13 trillion by 2030. Promoting their new guide, media monks describe the metaverse well. We've moved from a decade of digital transformation to the transformation of digital, what we call the new era of virtualization. And this evolution is best represented by the metaverse connecting these phenomena and experiences together. Plus plus. Go beyond the search box, introducing multi-search, good new initiative building around visual search from Google. News Corp will help launch online sports betting company in Australia. Omnicom Media Group sets up first programmatic PMP for retail place-based screens. Podcast from the Information with Richard Kramer, a great ad tech analysts. Great product insight on Keep, China's top fitness app. I mentioned my theory that cinema was being slow to come back and a fix reader at work shared this study confirming this in terms of cinema ad spend. The monetization of attention, how the jellyfish agency holding company expands regional wins to global work.